Welcome to this edition of Brave Hearts, where we hope to increase your awareness and understanding of what homelessness looks like and some of the many organizations working on solutions to improve the homeless crisis. We are your hosts, William Wallace and Betty Louise, and these are the Brave Hearts. Hello, this is Betty Louise, and I am here with Jesse, who has quite a story and a journey in the homeless community, and so I'm excited about him sharing a bit of it with you. So Jesse, it was back in April of 2017 when we first caught your story, and at that time you were living in the woods, you were playing music, you were working on Sierra Roots, a village for homeless people. So bring us up to date, you know, where are you now? Let's see, right now I'm like in transition. I think when you're homeless for like more than six years living out in the woods that it's kind of hard to um, transition back into getting a home or um, into the responsibility of paying bills and paying rent and the duty of being on time, being at the right place at the right time, and just basically being a man of my word, so to speak. When you're homeless, that's a lot of responsibility to deal with, so I'm kind of having troubles with that right now. I'm kind of like on the fence. Just to give people a little bit of background in case they didn't hear your last podcast four years ago now, Jesse was was living in the woods for many years, really. You know, you were communing with the animals. I just so remember that from the first time. And now he's got a place and he's indoors and he's dealing with rent and dealing with all these responsibilities. What I know about you is you've never shied away from work. You've always wanted to work. So share a little bit about what made you go from living in the woods for, my goodness, like six years to, okay, it's time for me to get a place inside. Um, What I realized from being homeless for so long and then now into a home seems to be you have to work hard. I know that. And if it wasn't for my job and constantly working at it, then I probably would still be homeless. I know that if you're out there and you're homeless, and you're trying to get into a place or get out of being homeless. I know it's a continuous circle. You know, it's hard to get out of being homeless. Once, you, once you're homeless, it, it's hard to get your head out of water in order to breathe, to go any place or swim or anything for that matter. I know for myself, just because I have a home, it doesn't really mean that I don't live homelessly anymore. I still live homeless, even though I have a roof over my head. It's all the drama that I can't handle. There seems to be lots of drama, and there's tons of drama in the world, I know, in homeless world even, too. When you have a house and a roof, there's just, man, you, you sure do have to put up a, with a lot of society, more of society being up your butt than anything. That part, I could do without, really. <laughs> I like living in the woods by myself without anybody around, and nobody knew where I lived, basically, you know, and, and that's cool because it's peaceful, you know what I mean? Having a place to live is stressful. And having a place to live is always a place where somebody can find where you're at. So I know that that part is the transitional part that's rough for me. Share one of your stories about being with the animals in the woods. The animal part I don't think has changed either much. Even though I have a place to live, I still have tons of animals around me, (laughs) surrounded by them. Most of all, for homeless people, if we live in the woods, camp in the woods or whatnot, if you've been in the woods for a while and not been to town or anything, like you could stay in the, in the woods for, say, a couple of days or even longer and you don't come out. I mean, all the animals are really friendly, it seems like, but um, 
we have a saying and that's like even the deer look good so i don't know if, if anybody knows what that means but if you've been in the woods too long and yeah you see animals a lot and even the deer start to look good after a while so that's when you know it's time to get out of the woods <laughs> time to quit camping or something you know but um it's cool to have animals as friends become one with nature or something because um I know for being homeless that um, pets are everything, you know what I mean? If, if animals don't like you or anything like that, you know, it's kind of, you know, it makes life a little bit more rough because uh, everything is your friend in the in the woods. Homelessness isn't the best thing in the world. It's not the best solution. It, it's easier to get stuck in the circle and you can't get out of it once you're in it. And society seems to have put us in that circle too, So, or the county for that matter. That cycle is hard to get out of. I know if there's anybody out there that's trying to get out of homelessness, which I'm sure everybody is, I would hope everybody is, some people want to be homeless. They don't care about having a place to live or, or a roof over their heads. They're happy doing what they do. And I was in that position. I'm on the fence right now, even. Hey, today I have a home. Tomorrow I might not. Still learning. So that's an interesting question about homeless people that want to be homeless. I know that that's a big perception of people in the community. It's like they don't want to have a house. They don't want to have a home. What would you say to somebody who said, yeah, homeless people, they don't want to have a home? It's easy to uh, get used to being homeless. It, it's really good, I think, for the community to know a homeless person, for that matter, or just know where our homeless or what our homeless are doing. It's good to be involved and engaged in anything that helps out, you know. So for me, I try to do whatever I can possible to um, to help out, work, to do whatever I can because that's food in my mouth and food in other people's mouths. I'm very happy for that and I'm very grateful for that. And with the COVID thing going around, I don't know any homeless people yet that have gotten it or anything of that sort, but I do know that society really doesn't care if any of us get the COVID or anything like that. It's just another, not even another mark on the calendar, I think. It's just, oh, that person got it. Well, too bad. I just try to support my family and support myself and love myself for that matter, which is another hard thing to do because uh, homeless people, eh, it's like, um, I don't love myself. I don't need to love you. So really, I'm still learning stuff. It's just all, you get a lot of different emotions through all of it too, you know? And it's like, when you're homeless, you're a person that doesn't want to feel emotions or feelings. And that's basically why you're homeless or I'm homeless, you know? The feelings part for dudes, yeah. Maybe affectionate, maybe passionate towards some things, but I ain't trying to have a feeling. One thing you need to know about Jesse is he is a giver. He is an empathetic person that sometimes maybe even has has gone overboard with empathy, but he has worked with nonprofits that serve the homeless community here in Nevada County. And and so I'd love for you to just share the resources you've used and worked with and anything you might have to say there. Being a homeless person, I try not to look like a homeless person, I guess, look like the part, or I try not to play the part as much too, but I am the part, so... What it all comes down to is uh, even though a person might get a home, okay, they're still going to be going through mass transition and mass. I mean, it's like you, gotta, you have to learn how to do these things. I have to learn how to do these things. I have to learn how to pay rent. I have to learn how to be responsible. I have to learn how to wake up with my alarm clock <laughs> exactly certain time in order to be somewhere at a certain time. And that's all stuff that, um, I mean, I used to wake up to the birds chirping, go to sleep to the crickets doing their noise or whatever. And it's like, um, it's just different being inside. You know, you don't, you don't hear nature. It's hard to be aware of your surroundings when you're somebody that's consciously aware of their surroundings always. 
And I want to um, give some shots out to Sierra Roots, who's also supporting us and who also supports the homeless. We have feeds during the week almost every other day. And we have KBMR that's also doing great things for support for the homeless, putting things out on the radio and really being supportive of our programs and things. You see now why we have enrolled him to be our humanities advisor for this project. He is what we call the culture bearer. He understands the culture of homelessness, and he certainly does. So I just want to give you an opportunity to share anything else that might be on your mind. We also hand out shoes and clothes and socks and um, blankets, sleeping bags. Um, We have food also um, on Thursdays at the church across the street from the courthouse in Nevada City. And it's upstairs at 11.30 a.m. on Thursdays. And if you are ever hungry or ever need anything or anything experience homelessness or anything like that, you can always come to our feed, free food. I mean, come on, everybody needs free food. We can do the best to help you out. Thanks so much, Jess. Thank you for joining us today. Our hope is this segment has opened your heart and mind. Be well and be kind. This project was made possible with support from California Humanities, a nonprofit partner of the National Endowment for the Humanities. Please visit calhum.org.